Welcome, dear listeners, to the Modus Files, tales from the post-war Appalachia Hills. Stories are told around the campfires and in whispered conversations of the Mothman and those who worship the enigmatic creature. Most travelers know to avoid the havens of the cult or suffer an indescribable fate. There are some who scoff at these warnings and tread where no one else will dare. In the shadows and darkness of an old abandoned mine, the true horror of the Mothman is revealed. October 31st, 2104, I think. If anyone should ever find this journal, please, if you value your life and your sanity, run, run as far away from here as you can. There is no gold, no treasure, only lies, greed, and something far, far worse. I'm going to die here. My name was Bethany Miller, but everyone just called me B. I came to Appalachia months ago. Everyone talked about gold and striking it rich. My husband George and I had nothing to lose up north, so we came. Getting over the mountains was hard. We lost some good people to raiders, but then a group of vaulters chased them off. We set up camp near this place called The Wayward. Nice folks, and everybody was talking about some gold and some big vault. We spent half our caps on some stupid map that just led right up to Vault 76. I could have killed George. Had to take whatever work we could find. And that led us directly to Tom and his scabber crew. Not bad guys, at least not at first. Tom made his living pulling ore out of the old mines. By the time we got there, most of the easy scores were gone, so we'd headed south with them to a place called the Ash Heap. Got chased out of a few places by these weird-looking people wearing cloaks and strange gas masks. They killed a few of our crew, too. That was scary. Or at least what I thought scary was. The caps were okay, but it wasn't enough. We weren't finding the good stuff anymore. Places that got picked over or just had nothing but garbage. Air was real funny too, and I bet we were sick more days than not. I tried to tell George we needed to go, but he swore we'd hit some big score, get what we needed, and then we'd be back on the trail of that gold again. I should have just left. Maybe I'd be alive today. If I did, a few nights back, we was on the outskirts of some old mining site when we saw this big bonfire. We'd heard stories about the cult. None of us had ever seen them before. Until that night, Tom had gotten into his head that we needed to run them off because they were squatting on what he thought was his. Didn't like the idea. They didn't seem to be bothering us none. So I said, let them be. Tom went down there anyway and took George with him. I couldn't see much in the dark, but I heard gunshots and screams. Fuck if Tom wasn't grinning from ear to ear when he got back, saying how they'd caught them by surprise. 
them praying to some idol or something. He even took some souvenirs, these evil-looking carvings with big red eyes. Asked George what happened. Had this look in his eye, but he was real quiet-like. Just said they killed him. But he swore he saw something else in the shadows. That next morning, we got to work. Cleaned out the mine entrance just fine. Even found a couple of those auto miners still working. Damned if there wasn't a ton of ore, too. Looked like our luck was changing. But I was wrong. Little Mikey, our surveyor, disappeared that night. Tom didn't want to give up his claim, so he made us all camp in the mine. Dark as shit without much in the way of light. So we all stayed together around a small fire made out of scrap paper and wood. One of the guys, Jimmy, thought he saw something up near the front of the mine. Might have been some kind of animal, but all he saw was these glowing eyes. I swear, Tom threw a brick at him to get him to shut up. It lousy aim, but shut Jimmy up good anyway. Mikey went to go take a leak maybe an hour later. Never came back. Didn't hear a damn thing. Tom sent a couple of guys to go look, and I swear, Mikey couldn't have gone far. But the only thing they found was his old cloak and one of those crazy carvings. Tom tried to laugh it off that Mikey just cut and run, but he'd gone down into the mine, not up, and there ain't no way he would have gotten past us. Tried to sleep. George wouldn't stop fidgeting. Kept me up most of the night. Asked him what was wrong, but he wasn't talking. Typical. Next morning, I went to check the entrance of the mine. Tom said to make sure no one else was around, because this was our score. That's when I found more of those crazy carvings. Not just one two, but lots of them, lots of them. I should have run, but I didn't. Got Tom to take a look. He walked over to the little shrine or whatever and kicked it over. Told me to get back to work. I kept thinking about those cultists we killed, but I gotta eat too and Caps ain't free. Went deeper into the mine, found some good nuggets of ore, and managed to get another auto miner up and running. I might have been down there for a couple of hours when I heard the screams. All of us scouts showed up at the same time back at camp, and shit, Jimmy was dead. Not just dead, but like torn apart. Yelled at Tom, asked him what the fuck happened. Said he didn't know. Jimmy was on break and was supposed to guard the camp while we worked. We all looked around, but there were no tracks, no nothing. It was like something floated in, killed him, and floated right back out again. None of us felt much like working after that. Tom tried to get us back down in the mine, threatened us, tried to bribe us. But one look at that bloodstain, and we all told him to go fuck himself. Larry, the technical guy, 
was the first to get up and leave, told Tom he quit and was heading back to Morgantown. Before Tom could say anything, Larry just walked right up to the mine entrance and had his head blown clean off. We all ducked as somebody or a lot of somebody started shooting into the mine. Bullets were flying everywhere. Damn it, George didn't catch a splinter in his leg. Bled like a stuck pig. But I got a tourniquet around it before it got too bad. Must have been that way for a few minutes before it all got quiet. We all just looked at each other, and then at the entrance, trying to figure out what the hell was going on. None of those bozos moved. So I crawled over to where I could catch a glimpse of the outside. I wish I hadn't. It was them, those cultists. They'd built a big bonfire right outside, and there were maybe 20 of them. All had guns, some real wicked looking blades, but they didn't say nothing. They just stared. Had these masks too, skulls and red eyes. The crowd parted, and this big guy dressed like an old priest with black face paint, walked up and threw something into the mine. We all ducked, thinking it was a grenade, but nothing happened. There was just this thunk sound as it hit the dirt of the mine. It was pretty close, and when I looked, it was just a rock. A rock with a note tied to it. I got my hand around it and scooted back under cover. I checked again, and those cultists were all just standing there, staring. Unfolded the note, and all it said was blood for blood. Fuck. Didn't know what to do. So I crawled back to George. Tom came over and wanted to know what it said. I showed him, and then I told him that he fucked up. Might have been the first time I saw him scared. For the rest of us, well, we weren't planning on hanging around to see what the cult was going to do next. Had to be a back way out of the mine. So the rest of us, the ten that were left, minus Tom, well, we all told him to fuck off. And we went to find a way out of there. I wish I could say we did. That there was some back entrance, and I'm writing this from my bed, or comfy old chair. No, that didn't happen. George disappeared somewhere along the way. I think he wanted to sit down and rest his leg. We all had lanterns. I could catch glimpses of the others as we checked every passage, every hall, every door and locker we could find. I was down this side tunnel. I thought I heard something. Wings, maybe? Or a skittering? Shadows just kept moving. Went back to check and found George's light. But no George. Fucking George. Good for nothing. But I loved him. I tried calling for him, screaming even. All I got was one of the others coming back the same way. He hadn't seen George neither. Didn't know it then, but we lost half our guys. We all agreed to meet back at the camp at the top of the hour. And yeah, 
It was only us five, plus talk. I think we talked for a couple of hours. Kept looking outside, but those cultists never moved. Just watched. We all figured they'd shoot us if we tried to leave. Maybe if we gave them Tom, they'd let us go. Damn if that idiot didn't figure it out. Guess it didn't take more than a few brain cells to put two and two together to get five. Tom pulled a gun. Said there was no way, no how, he was going anywhere. I don't know who saw it first. None of us could move. I thought it might have been a shadow, but then it moved behind and above Tom. I don't know how long it had been there, maybe the whole time. And then it opened those, those big red eyes. Oh, Tom, you must have seen us staring. Turned around. He never even got to raise the gun before he was gone, but not gone. It moved fast, like so fast. I didn't really see what happened. Tom was standing there one second, and then the next, his head was on the ground, and his arms and legs were, well, just everywhere. And the blood, oh, so much blood. There were screams, might have even been mine. I don't remember much after. I think we all ran. Someone ran out of the mine. I do remember gunshots. The rest of us, it was down into the mine. I had to find a place to hide. It's like a maze down here. I lost track of everyone else. Ended up in some side tunnel. I'm lost. That was two days ago. I think I haven't slept. Ate something. Screams last night. Down some other passage. Don't know who tried to climb back up, but I saw them. They're in the mine now, staring. I hear things. Mutterings in the dark, scratching against the rock. More shadows. Oh, I can smell the fire now and hear the chanting. It's getting darker. Light is starting to go out. Wished I ran. Wished I never came. Whispers in my ear. I can't sing thing over and over. Can hear them closer this time. Shadows are moving. I, I need to write before they come. Oh, the eyes. I can see them. Oh, God. 
Thank you again, dear listeners, for joining us here on The Modus Files. If you've enjoyed this content, please subscribe, and better yet, please leave a review to help others find our little enclave. You can also follow us on Twitter, at Modus Files, for more information about our podcast, Fallout 76 content, and random musings on the enclave. I'd also like to thank our singular cast, Vitruo Plays, as Bethany Miller. And we dedicate this episode to Void Maiden, High Priestess of the Mothman, and all those who follow his divine light. We'd also like to thank the Mr. Jones Show for providing the podcast cover art. You can find him on Twitter, at Blanken Media. And a shout-out to the Apocalyptic Aristocracy Discord, home to a great group of fellow creators, the Robots Radio Podcast Community, and the rest of the Robots Radio Rocket Club, and Jeremiah Johnson, our favorite character artist who provided the wonderful character artwork you can find on our website. Lastly, thank you to all of our subscribers and supporters. We'll see you next time on The Modus Files.